Did Wait, you not know about up. this? Did you not know, I did not about, know this? about this? <laughs> I did not know about this. Hold up. You mean to tell me a band of Waller set it up so that a, one man was shooting another man's bullets into the club? Is that what you're telling me right now? Is that, is that what this means? Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Ready? Welcome back to MCMF, the comic book podcast where I try to get you, dear listener, into the wonderful world of comic books. By making my friends read those comics, my name is Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you are nasty. Joining me on this episode uh, is Manny. How you doing, buddy? What up? Uh, I'm chilling. We, uh, we wanted to do something different this time. Um, usually, we read it, we go through a book. We go through a few issues of a comic or a chapter of a graphic novel like Jake and I did on episode 32. Uh, and this time, we decided to do something differently. Will suggested this idea, but we were all on the same wavelength about it. Uh, last week, Kevin Conroy passed away. Uh, Kevin Conroy, for those of you that somehow don't know this, was the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne in pretty much everything animated for about 30 years. Yeah, like if it was a video game or an animated thing, nine times out of ten, you were hearing Kevin Conroy's voice. Right. It's actually easier to list the things that he doesn't play Batman in. Uh, where I think he doesn't play him in The Batman, the cartoon from like 2003. Well, he, yeah, he doesn't. They got an guy for that. I, I, don't, I don't think he plays him in Under the Red Hood either. No, Under the Red Hood and in Young Justice, I think the, both of those are Bruce Greenwood. Um, but the Arkham games, Batman the Animated Series, uh, anything else with Batman in it, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, his cameos in Static, it's always been Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy famously was the first person to suggest the idea of doing two distinct voices for Bruce Wayne and Batman. And to this day, I feel like he's the only one who really gets it right in a way that I personally, like, scans with how I hear it. And a big part yeah. of that is, that's the first voice I ever heard for Batman. Yeah, like, I feel like for a lot of people, um, if you grew up in, like... 90s, um, or even like you know, if you were born afterwards and you went back to watch older kind of book cartoons, I feel like if you there, there are two voices that stick out in my mind as far as like this is what helped me get into comic books A, Kevin Conroy's Batman, B, Christopher Barnes's Spider Man. Those oh, two voices God, yeah. seared in my brain forever as like when I like I, I hear. Christopher Barnes. If it's an adult Spider-Man in the comic book, I'm hearing Christopher Barnes' voice. Right. And same now, if it's Batman anything, 
it's always Kevin Carnivore. Yeah, like every if you time. Listen to this podcast for any length of time, and you've heard any episode where I do a Batman voice. I am doing a shitty impression of Kevin Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> I am just doing a shitty Kevin Conroy impression. Uh, and, um, and I, I implore anyone uh, who hasn't look up any interview where Kevin Conroy talks about how he got, how he came about um, discovering Batman voice. He wrote a very great uh, piece for DC Pride called Finding Batman. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read that, I cannot recommend it enough. They uh, did also, just make it free to read in the DC uh, DC Universe Infinite app. So awesome! If you download awesome. that app, it is there. You can read it, um, and it's it's really just him in his own words talking about his performance and what fueled it, um, his experiences yep. growing up as a gay man and having to keep you know a gay man in the eighties. Yeah. You know, Kevin Conroy lived through the AIDS crisis, uh, and that is like at the bedrock of his performance as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Um, and so, we wanted to pay homage to him and go through Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, which, for my money, I would say is probably if it's not the best Batman movie ever, it's like top three. Absolutely, I, I, it, um, at least, actually no, not even at least, like, when it comes to depictions of Batman, and I think one of Batman's biggest struggles, this movie encapsulates it better than any comic probably ever has, Mm -hmm. um, and it's fitting because, um, um, this movie takes place between the first and second season of the animated series. Right. So no and, Robin yet. Yeah. Um, so he's he's still alone, and it uh, it takes pieces of Batman Year One, a little bit of Batman Year Two, makes it work in the uh, realm of the Gotham City that the animated series takes place in, and it's feels like it was supposed to just be like a bunch of episodes of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it feels like it, this movie feels like full, a four-episode arc of, yeah. of the cartoon. Um, yeah, which, yeah. if you haven't watched Batman the Animated Series somehow, that's... We've Batman. talked about it, people have talked about it forever, that DC's animated stuff for... 20 years was kicking Marvel's ass and that starts with Batman the Animated Series Um, because they start with that and build from it so there's Batman the Animated Series the new Batman Adventures which are technically different shows but they one is a continuation of the other Superman the Animated Series and those exact performances that exact characterization builds right into Justice League and Justice League Unlimited with the same cast with the same writers, same directors, same art direction. It goes right into that, into Justice League Unlimited, and then everything else follows that. But the foundation on which it is built is Batman the Animated Series. And for a lot of people, myself included, it really is like definitive. Like 
Batman trail. Um, it's still one of my favorites. Uh, and I, I, every every time I think about um, the characters in Batman's universe, the first iterations I think of is who they were in the anime series. I think about that with Batman, with Barbara, with Dick. Like, um, it makes me sad that uh, Matt Reeves' uh, Batman cartoon is no longer happening. It's yeah. real Max because that definitely would have been in the vein of the animated series. And this, and watching this movie, it me appreciate how Gotham City looked in the Batman. Yes, because it looks um, it looks like what a live action version of this Gotham would look like. Exactly, and it it really highlighted how much a uh, Matt Reeves look from the cartoon in terms of like how do I build up this Batman, this Gotham City, these characters. It it just feels like he watched the first season of the animated series and was like, "I'm this is my movie." Yes, and and went from there. Um, so. Because this so if movie, we have not seen the Batman somehow. Yeah, you're not seen that yet. <laughs> get, get to it. Yeah, chop chop. Because that movie kicks ass. Bruce takes a Spike Dudley bump onto a fucking bus. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne fucking dies. Is the headline <laughs> of the Gotham newspaper the next day? He bites it. Like, so much shit and has to walk it off he's like oh thank god nobody saw me do that yeah thank god no one saw me fucking eat my ass cause <laughs> Jesus Christ but uh but yeah uh, tangents uh, aside um Kevin Conroy's passing huge loss anyone who grew up you know loving the character of Batman um and for a lot of people he's why People love Batman. He's why I love Batman, and you know, I'm I'm just glad he got to write any Batman before he passed away. I could tell how important that was to him. Was to so, him, yeah, uh, yeah. A couple of notes about this movie um, and its production and everything. This was originally supposed to be a direct-to-video movie, and this was released in 1993. It instead got a theatrical release and then came out on Christmas Day 1993 uh, this is the first appearance of the character of uh, of Andrea Beaumont a character who is then not seen for like 20 years yeah she doesn't become like a comic book character to like like what the twenty tens? No, until that? two years ago. Oh shit! Her first, her first mainstream comic appearance, like that's not in a spinoff of, like you know the tie-in comics they would make for the animated series. Right, uh, right. Her first appearance is in Batman Catwoman number one, which came out in twenty twenty. Jesus Christ! It's it's nuts. It, like, and, you know, they would kind of make, like, little, like, minor appearances for her, hints and things for her, but she just was not around. Um, as we'll go into as we go through this, and um, she is really established to be Bruce's first love. Yeah. Um, and then and after that, um, she does make, uh, she does make 
sparing appearances uh, here and there, uh, including in the <laughs> in the Batman Beyond finale that is hidden inside uh, an episode of Justice League Unlimited. So, uh, what's the represent that? Like, like the mask? Was that? No, she's just in it. Shit, is she? I totally <laughs> forgot that. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just we'll just talk about it now. Andrea Beaumont is the phantasm, and we'll get into what that is uh, as we go through this. Um, but she is this character that they call Phantasm, and. In the Batman Beyond finale, that is, again, actually in the Justice League Unlimited Season 2 finale, which is fucking insane to me, um, Amanda Waller comes up with a plan to create a new Batman. This involves (laughs) stealing Bruce Wayne's DNA. So that they can, they steal Bruce's DNA, inject it into uh, into Terry McGinnis's dad, and so that he is now shooting Bruce Wayne's swimmers, uh, and so that he, in a weird way, is cuckolded. Wait, 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 did you not know about this? Did you not know about this? Did not know about this. Hold up. You mean to tell me? Amanda Waller set it up so that a, one man was shooting another man's bullets into the club. Is that what you're telling me right now? Is that is that what this means? Yes, yes, that is what that happened. She injects is, War, unknowingly. Warren McGinnis does not know this happened. She injects Bruce's DNA into Warren McGinnis, who then conceives Terry. His, re- his DNA is rewritten to match Bruce's, so Terry is Bruce's son, genetically. It is the most heinous shit. <laughs> and it, get, it gets worse. It gets more heinous from there. She hires Phantasm <laughs> to try to kill d- d- Terry's parents to recreate the scenario that creates Batman. Oh my god. <laughs> And she doesn't go through with it because she's just like, nah, dude. Uh, I'm not. I'm, this is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I that's. That's. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. I did not know that. Oh, I'm so glad yeah. I got to be the one to break that news to you. Yeah, that's. That was her last appearance for 15 years. What a way to go. Oh, no, she does also appear in the Batman Beyond 2.0 comic, but, like, I do not know anybody who read that to completion. I think I read, like, maybe four issues of it. Um, And not because it was bad, but it was just, like, the format of it was weird. Um, Because they were still early in trying to figure out how they were doing the digital-only comics, and I just couldn't vibe with it at the time. Maybe I'll like it more on a reread. But, yeah, that, that was... Andrea's last appearance until Tom King and Clayman brought her back for the Batman Catwoman series two years ago. Uh, so let's let's get into this. Uh, yep. 
So my first note, right off the top, when you start the movie, um, there's a very nice tribute to Kevin Conroy there. Um, and the, my first thought as we're you know starting this here is, um, like you're getting through the credits, you see everybody's names. A name that should stick out is Andrea Romano. Uh, Andrea Romano was the casting director for Batman the Animated Series, for Superman the Animated... Like, all of that DC stuff at the time. She... Like, as much as we give a lot of credit to, to Bruce Tim for whatever that's worth, uh, and Paul Dini, uh, Andrea Romano does, definitely deserves some share of that credit. Um, she should probably get some sort of award. Because uh, she's a voice actor in her own right, and she... Um, she would only ever voice, like, minor characters. She was very much cool with, like, the role of casting director. Um, and so she, you know, definitely deserves to be, like, recognized for that. Um, the art style of these movies, of this whole shit, is so good. Uh, the Bruce Timm look, but also that this is all hand-painted on, like, physical... Uh, like on canvases and they would paint it on these black canvases so it really brought out like all the color uh it was a lot of very good ideas um this movie opens proper uh like this movie has like two minutes of credits yeah like they everyone gets some shine um i just, I just love how sky of gotham is just red yeah it's just a red and black sky the most ominous shit in the world. Uh, this movie was directed by Eric Radomski and Bruce Tim. It opens, uh, like, finally after all the credits at the minute 59 mark. Uh, like, legitimately, when I said it's two minutes of credits, I mean that. Uh, they open on goons who are fucking money laundering. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they are just, just committing crimes. Just yeah, counterfeiting. Like Committing crimes in Gotham City has to be the dumbest thing you could th you could think to do at night. <laughs> like, hey, there's a, a vigilante who runs around your city uh, dressed as a fucking bat, uh, and apropos of that mention, Batman crashes into the room and starts knocking these dudes around something fierce. He hits one dude so hard he slides across the table, like, long ways. My first note is that Bruce is an asshole, bruh, because he <laughs> knocks a table over a dude. On to a guy? The dude is reaching for his gun, and Batman could have just kicked the gun away. He stomps on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Knock the dude out. <laughs> it's so excessive. He could have stomped his hand or something. Um, the guy who gets away is a dude named Chucky Saul, who we don't know anything about. He's just like a, you know, Gotham gangster. Also, being a grown man in, like, your 50s and calling yourself Chucky is insane. Um, he deserves what's about to happen to him here. Oh, most definitely. Uh, because Phantasm shows up and it's, your angel of death awaits. Well, looks rules. It's such a good look. Phantasm is a great... That, the design of it is fucking fantastic. It's all, all time good. That's why I mean, like, it's so weird that nobody used this character for years. Like, they kind of loosely based the Red X design on yeah. Phantasm. But, and like, the mask, sure. Yeah, the mask, especially. Uh, and, like, the torn parts of it. But 
nobody used this character for 15 years, and it's such a cool design. Um, so, <laughs> Chucky tries to get away. It's fucked up. I'm referring to a grown man as Chucky. Uh, <laughs> Phantasm reaches it, uh, into this car through the windshield and tries to grab him. Chucky brushes, uh, brushes them off and decides, instead of escaping, <laughs> to turn the car around and send it and just dive right at them. Again, thinks this is Batman for some fucking yeah. reason. Who we oh. just saw, but they're in a parking garage, and Chucky drives right at Phantasm, who dodges, and he goes flying out of the parking garage into a nearby building and dies on impact. And some passerby walk, walk by, see Batman, which these guys have the greatest vision of all time, because they see him in color, they can tell that's him. Yeah, they go, it's the bat, the bat did it, and so... Yeah, and Batman Bat becomes frame for murder. <laughs> frame for mob murder. And everyone's like, you know, that doesn't really fucking sound like something Batman would do. Yeah, uh, fucking goes with it. Yeah, Austin or Austin Reeves, that's not who this is. Arthur Reeves, the councilman, Gotham City Council, is like blaming Batman. Gordon stands up for him. The thing about Reeves, he looks like they wanted to use Lex Luthor but couldn't. Like I, one of this my is other the notes. exact design they use for Luthor later. Like uh, one of my other notes here is that nobody has looked more evil than this Arthur do, and Joker exists. <laughs> um, and uh, the he's like he's insane, and oh, fucking Alfred cuts away and goes, "Why, sir, you have quite the picture of sanity." Then he mentions, "Oh, by the way, you're fucking." Uh, I pressed your baby. tights and put away your exploding gas <laughs> balls. Uh, it's just roasting Bruce this entire movie. <laughs> Alfred exists to, like, do bits in this movie. Yeah. Like, he, he's just there to remind Bruce that he's... That you're insane. Yeah. Uh, Bruce gives him some tech jargon. Alfred blows it off. And uh, we get a mysterious woman on, uh, on the phone talking to the councilman. Uh, I just realized I accidentally called Arthur the Councilwoman in my notes because I was <laughs> writing this very rapidly. Um, and she's, like, caressing a photo of Bruce on... Lips, especially, especially, like, what the hell? <laughs> she's like, I... He's like, you're going to check in on an old friend while you're here? And he's, she's like, no, he's ancient history. Which right away tells you the relationship. It's smart. Um, and she tells him he's ancient history. Meanwhile, there's a party at Wayne Manor. I assume this is at Wayne Manor. Yeah, because uh, um, there's a picture of Bruce's parents. Yeah. And Bruce side. is just standing there with these women hanging all over him. Uh, Bruce got bitches <laughs> in this movie. My, <laughs> my note is, uh, is uh, I got hoes. Yes. I got hoes in different area codes. Area codes <laughs> then some woman walks up who I think is Vicky Vale that's who I thought it was and she's they like don't, don't it makes her. you she think just, that you're yeah he's just woman who who Bruce scorned one <laughs> yeah she's like he makes you think he's interested and then he and then he disappears and then she just throws wine in his face listen I get that this is all part of like the act but I don't know if I'm gonna let you stay at my house after you just threw wine in my face Exactly. Also, this um, wine looks like Hawaiian Punch. 
And this is <laughs> this is some fucking <laughs> tahini punch. Like this is Shasta. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I do like how very quickly he like they treat this on the off chance that you're familiar with Batman because mm-hmm. uh, like, they don't go through the whole uh, backstory of like, how he become a right. Batman but like you get you get the idea of like this is who Batman is this is who Bruce Wayne is yeah. immediately so they can yeah. spend the rest of this movie with the Batman stuff for the most part Right, Arthur tells him, uh, it's like you picked these women on purpose because you know there's no chance of a serious relationship. What happened to you and that chick, and the, you and that chick Andy? Uh, and he goes, hey, that's a, uh, th- thanks for the handkerchief, because he handed him one to wipe it off, and he goes, uh, I remind you where you can stick it. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> uh, Bruce gets nostalgic, and we get, like, our first of many flashbacks. Half this movie is flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Bruce is at his parents' grave, and uh, he hears a woman talking and walks over to her and he's like, oh, I thought I heard you say something. And she's like, oh, no, I wasn't talking to you. And, but she's standing there by herself. And then she starts talking again. And she's like, you know who that is? It's Bruce Wayne. I've seen him on campus. He's very moody. He's cute, though. And Bruce is still just standing there and he goes, hey, uh, I heard, thought I heard my name. He's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, oh, I'm talking to my mom. And she points down at her grave. He's like, oh, shit, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, and uh, she starts just, to walk away. And Bruce just starts walking with her. He just decides, nah, this is a conversation we're having now. And Bruce is such a nerd in this scene. He's, He's such like, a I, He's, It's like he hasn't figured out... The Playboy like, Bruce Wayne thing yet. Exactly. Like He doesn't have, like, the, the, the swab, like, you know... Um, woman killer persona yeah and he's just like a, a dude who has he, money he tells Andy he's like oh no I talked to my parents too and she goes oh yeah what do you say he's like well I made them a vow and she's like what vow she says it's a secret why mention it Bruce yeah like what like absolutely no charisma this man <laughs> she says uh why do you always look like you want to jump off a cliff and it's like well Andrea he saw his parents die when he was eight. That'll yeah, do it. He's kind of been through some shit. He's kind of like they, experienced one of the worst things that can happen to a person. They named an entire part of Gotham Crime after Alley. his parents died. <laughs> That'll fuck you up for the rest of your life. Uh, we cut away, still in this flashback, to a robbery that's going on. Bruce Tim fucking loves drawing random background mooks. Yeah, like <laughs> he'd be happy uh, to draw and, a henchman the rest of his fucking life. Absolutely, and we have this is one of his first outings as, uh, well, not uh, even Batman. He's just vigilante who looks yeah. like a gimp. <laughs> Bruce is just a dude in a ski mask. Yeah, like he <laughs> he looks like like unpowered Bane. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's exactly what he fucking looks like. He's in a leather jacket, a turtleneck, ski mask, jeans. Just biggest, biggest shit. Just getting involved in people's business. He's got no bat gimmick at all yet. He's just got shuriken. He's boxing these fools to death. 
Yeah, he doesn't do the the Batman voice yet, which is a crazy thing to do. Uh, yeah. Because you're still Bruce Wayne. Like people and know people you. might know how you sound. Like he's st- still just Bruce Wayne, college student at this point, so it's not so bad. But it's like, dude, get it together. Uh, he chases this. He Bruce chases a van. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like runs after it. <laughs> this dude peels out. This dude's doing easy fifty-five miles an hour, and Bruce keeps pace, jumps on jumps. the back of this truck, get and in it. <laughs> like, they drive past man. a cop car, and this cop is drinking coffee out of a mug. <laughs> Get a thermos! What are you doing? It's irresponsible. He does a spit take. Very funny. <laughs> uh, Bruce hangs off the back of the truck. At some point during all this, he gets like a ball peen hammer. <laughs> yeah, like like Bruce looks like a serial killer. He like, looks like a fucking murderer. And he looks insane. <laughs> just, just a dude in all black with a ski mask. He looks like the robber. That bullock? I think it might have been, now that I think about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, known Batman hater, Harvey Bullock. <laughs> um, Commissioner Bullock, if you're nasty. Uh, yeah, Bruce somehow gets a fucking ball-peen hammer and starts smashing the windshield. Bitch, probably not the smartest thing to do when you're on top of and the car. He fucking falls off the front, barely catches himself, almost becomes roadkill. The movie almost ends there. He almost gets fucking crushed. He like barely makes it. Like, uh, this scene made me re- want to rewatch Terminator Two. Or <laughs> <laughs> the highway chase. Yes. Uh, there. And so John Bruce Tyler. does manage to stop the truck with these fucking bombs, I guess. Yeah, he 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 gets the job done. He fucking climbs a wall with his bare hands <laughs> and gets away because he's <laughs> built different, I guess. <laughs> Uh, this mysterious vigilante repels bandits, and Alfred's like, "I read about your exploits this morning. Are you sure you won't consider rugby?" Um, <laughs> sorry, Alfred, but the plan is working. I had the edge; I could feel it. He's just on his lawn doing fucking taekwondo. <laughs> Bruce looks like King of Fighters character here. He looks like he's on Team. He looks like he's hanging out with fucking Robert and Tio. He's on Team Karate. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's just a, a fucking Shoto in this scene. <laughs> he, and, he lies and, and says he's doing jujitsu. No, you're not. No, you're not. This is not jujitsu. And Andrea's <laughs> like, hey, what the? What are you doing? Why didn't you call me? And he's like, does every guy that you meet call you? And she's like, the ones who are smart enough to pick up a phone. This is not jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> Andrea catches him off guard. Judo throws him. He gets horny. Uh, he gets horny! Bruce, <laughs> he makes this face. It's like hentai Woody. I mean, like, he trips her. <laughs> and they start making out on his lawn. My note is they're going to fuck right here on the lawn in front of Alfred and God. Bruce is a freak bull. <laughs> freak of the week! Mr. Right. Wayne! Like, the first of two... Alfred gags when he yeah when he walks Bruce, in with something to drink someone. sees Bruce and he says ah I should leave yeah just turns around and walks away God, I love Alfred so much Bruce is just standing here thinking damn I should call her 
uh, and he gets brought out of his uh, his reminiscing by Alfred telling him that one of his guests is dancing on the piano. Like you could put a Drake song on that flashback. And it'll <laughs> Bruce just in in the back cave with fucking take care. With fucking, yeah, fucking Marvin's room on. <laughs> oh, uh, the movie becomes a fucking slasher flick for like three yes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, we get another gangster, uh, Buzz Bromsky. I think his name is. Yeah, yeah Bromsky. Mm-hmm. There, um, you know, he pulls up to the cemetery with a flashlight and some flowers. Uh, to pay his respects to Chucky Saul. Um, this is the fucking creepiest cemetery. Why did you come here in the middle of the night? Like, why would you, A, if you suspect that Batman killed this dude, why are you here at nighttime? Uh, and Chucky's fucking, first of all, Chucky's headstone says Chucky on it, and that is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> that's insane. Uh, he says, Chucky, you always were a loser. Uh, and Phantasm shows up. Buzz Bronski, your angel of death awaits. Shout out Stacy Keach. Yep. Uh, the subtitles say the glass shatters. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> it very clearly does not do that. Uh, yeah, this is a whole uh, slasher movie right now. Uh, the Phantasm is fucking Jason Voorhees. He's chasing this dude in the cemetery. Um, dude fucking falls into an open grave. Yeah, I have a note for that, which is, please, God, don't ever let me run Matador style into an open grave. Yep. Uh, an open grave. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> has the funniest death of all time. <laughs> yeah, a fucking giant angel statue falls on him and crushes him to death. God. Just... <laughs> And, uh, you know, his mooks run up to, to help him. He's like, boys, hurry! And, he, yeah, this thing just falls right on him in the grave while Phantasm just stands and watches like a freak. And, like, it's it's funny because I can understand why someone might think... That this is Batman! From a distance! <laughs> from a distance, this, is this the totally most, looks like Batman! This is some shit Batman would do. Just, just... And like, like, if you're some random goon and you just see a cape blowing in the wind, and you're you're gonna assume it's Batman, you're gonna assume it's the stinking bat. Uh, That was a big ass statue. Holy shit! It's so big. (laughs) It it falls in the grave and like it's still mostly out of it. (laughs) It's gigantic. Um, Fucking large. The these goons shoot at. These goons shoot at uh, the Phantasm uh, as they escape. Um, and there's a picture of Batman on the newspaper the next morning. Uh, as we see a third mob boss who, God, these dudes can't help but look like scumbags. But this picture of Batman was very clearly taken up close. Yeah, Batman <laughs> took that picture himself. <laughs> Bruce took that in the cave and leaked it to Vicky Vale. (laughs) He put it on Twitter. (laughs) Hashtag new profile pic. Like, also, loop this back to Matt Reeves, the plot of this, very similar to the plot of the Batman. Yes. Like, Uh, like, you know, someone going after, like, corrupt 
people in Gotham and Batman happen to happens uh, to be around. Yeah, like like he, he he watched this movie a couple times. Yeah. Arthur is like, hey, uh Gordon, you need to help me draw out Batman. He and Gordon refuses. He says, Absolutely fucking not. No way. Uh and is Batman that, is, is see Gordon in this movie? No, Gordon shows up again later, I think. Okay. Um but uh, Bruce was there listening, so he doesn't show up when they shine the bat signal to try and draw him out. Bruce goes to the cemetery to try and investigate. Uh, I love when he does this thing where he's taking notes into the recorder. Yeah. That's yeah. such a cool little detective thing that we don't see him do enough anymore. Um, but Bruce uh, is onto them, and Bruce is in the cemetery, the same cemetery where his parents are buried and he stands there for a second looking at the headstone just kind of moody and he hears someone talking and he looks over and it's Andrea who is pulling up the uh, the weeds around her mother's grave and Batman fucking runs away and she goes huh and turns and looks at the headstone he was standing in front of and sees it's the Wayne one and puts it together that that's Bruce. This is the yeah. fastest anyone has ever put it together. I I have a note. It just says, Andrea Beaumont is the smartest person in Gotham City. <laughs> like, the only person I think who ever put it together. Like, there are three people who just figured out that Bruce Wayne was Batman. Uh, and it's Andrea Beaumont, Tim Drake, and Bane. Uh. <laughs> And, and uh, Bane doesn't do it by looking at Batman. Bane looks at Bruce Wayne and goes, yeah. oh, that's Batman. Uh, the only other person who did it faster was fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt in The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. He just goes, uh, your eyes, man. That's how I knew that you're that you Batman. You. He's like, damn. Uh, also, the fact that you're curly Christian Bale. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Andrea goes out to dinner with Arthur uh, and uh, he says something about her dad. He asks about him, and she goes, you know, me and daddy are closer than ever. And she's, like, playing with this locket. And he's like, I was thinking you and I could have some alone time. And she goes, well, you never know what the future might hold. And Batman is watching from across the street like he's in the fucking Mr. Brightside video. Uh, another note. Uh, is Batman considering dirty macking? <laughs> And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, at the World of the Future exhibit at the Gotham World's Fair, I think it's supposed to be, Bruce and Andrea go on a date. They they have... This is still a flashback, but some time has passed. Um, they've been together for a while. This fucking scene looks cool as shit. The Gotham of the Future. Uh, I've always loved how it made... Gotham mixed between like very modern and very like 1931 like, uh, 19, yeah like, just the aesthetics of Gotham City from this show something that I wish more adaptations went for um, just of like because to, to, Gotham City existing out of time has always made sense to me yeah where it's just like, like this city stalled in terms yeah. of its aesthetics mm-hmm uh, 
And so Bruce and Andy are looking at stuff. Bruce sees a car that is he definitely buys later because that's the yeah. fucking Batmobile. <laughs> oh hey. Uh, and so they he walks her to the car. Alfred looks hilarious in this uniform. Um, <laughs> and uh, Andy says, uh, "You know, my dad's been aching to meet you, but I keep telling him that you know you're not ready." And he goes, "You know, I can meet him." <laughs> she goes, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. And he looks at Alfred, he's like, what am I doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred looks like, oh, brother. <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> Bruce is in too oh. deep, trying to keep up above in his head instead of going under. Right. Uh, so Bruce meets Andy, and all, or Andy's dad, and also Arthur, who looks like a fucking geek. Yeah. He looks absolutely ridiculous. He looks absurd. And uh, and so he's like, you know, Andy talks about you so much. We're practically family. Skip the sir stuff. Like, <laughs> when I tell you that Arthur looks like a dork, I mean it. He's wearing a bow tie, suspenders. Uh, he's got those, like, fucking buff Bagwell bands around his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Uh, this the aesthetics of this office fucking rule. Um, so um, her dad, her dad looks like fucking Victor Newman from Young and the Restless. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and um, he's like, you know, I, you know, we're sorry for interrupting you, sir. He's like, ah, don't sweat it. All the money you can have, all the money in the world, but it means m- nothing if you don't have anybody to share it with. Because some people want it all, but I don't want nothing if I ain't got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sal Valestra uh, walks in. Mob guys cannot help but look like mob guys. Um, <laughs> it's voiced by Abe Vigoda. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pencil thing, like a John Waters mustache, big yeah, hat. Like, this dude is just crime. If crime was a person, yeah, crime the man. There's a dude watching them, and uh, the reveal of who this is later is so good because I didn't so catch funny. it. I did legit yeah. snuck up on me. I got a legit like gasp out of me because I hadn't seen it in so long. Um, we'll save that for for later. It's uh, it's legitimately very good. Yeah, uh, there's a a street performer of some kind, like a fortune teller or some shit, who's getting robbed by greasers. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like again, the fucking tunnel that- snakes pull up on him. And like again, Gotham exists out of time, so can these happy days goons or booms <laughs> My note is literally some dude getting robbed by the Fonz. <laughs> Bruce is like, I can't do nothing, Andy. She's like, okay, we'll be safe. He gives the first dude a fucking charging star. Hey, just 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 full shoulder into into this dude's chest, knocks him back ten feet. This other dude, uh, the dude who literally looks like fucking Henry Winkler in Happy Days, grabs a chain and starts swinging it above his head and revving his bike. Uh, This is almost a shot for shot, a thing that happens in Yakuza Zero. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce springboards off the hood of the bike and punches him in the face. Legitimately very cool shot. It's so cool. Like, the motion in this shot is so good. Like... It's animated, but it's still very comic book. Bruce realizes Andy is there and, like, freezes and gets fucking annihilated with, with like, a billy club. A billy club to the chest, 
Billy Cub hits him so hard it breaks. It breaks. <laughs> it rips his sweater. Also, yeah, I should just, add, Bruce is wearing a very nice sweater and uh, shirt combination. These yeah, goons he, escape with one of them riding bitch on the back of the other dude's <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Andrea wants to check on him, and he goes, Andrea, please! <laughs> Cut to Batman doodling costume ideas because, this of course... <laughs> Uh, and he sta- he stands up and he throws the the doodle into the fire, and looks up at the the painting of his parents. It's like, what am I fucking doing? What is my plan? And this is say hello to the ethos of Batman for the last thirty years, but especially like like it makes sense that Tom King was the one who brought Andrea back because this is the ethos of Bruce during his run, which is I can't do both. I cannot be happy and have a normal life and also keep my vow to my parents. Um, and he doesn't know what to do. And Andrea calls and he's like, D- D- I'm not here. Tell her I stepped out. I don't know. And he goes to, he's talking to his parents' grave and he's like, I don't want to let you down, but it just doesn't, it doesn't hurt so bad anymore. Kevin Conroy should have gotten an Oscar for this. His yeah, performance like in this scene is incredible. He says, "I uh, I didn't expect to be happy." Yeah, God he's, damn. He's like, "I'm, you know, I'll donate money to the city. They'll hire more cops. I don't know. I need it to be different now. I didn't like, count on this. I didn't count on being happy. Uh, just tell me that it's gonna be okay." And he's like, "Just give me a sign." And Andrea says, "Maybe they." Andrea shows up behind him. And she's like, uh, maybe they already did say it's okay. Maybe that's why I'm here. And it's like, how is this romantic shit in a fucking Batman movie? <laughs> yeah, like, this is some of the most like romantically charged Batman anything I've seen in a while. This shit like, should have won an Oscar. It, yeah, fucking great. And that scene also um, definitely... Um, makes her putting two and two together yes uh, a lot easier uh, um, when it comes back to the, the present the rain is hitting Bruce's cowl because he's standing out in the rain still dressed as Batman and it's running down his cowl in such a way that it looks like he's fucking sobbing yeah uh, so so many like Batman gifts that I see people use on Twitter are from, from this <laughs> like the I, shot I, of the I, Joker I, steepling his fingers that's from this. That's from um, really- <laughs> the shot of Batman holding the mask. It's all pitch black. That's from yeah. this. The Batman with the rain. That's from this. Um, iconic in, in a myriad of ways. Yeah. Arthur gets pulled up on by Sal Valletta, who is like, "Hey, protect me from fucking Batman." All right. He's like, "I'm the fucking city councilman. I can't do that." Ask the police, I guess. He's like, "It's Batman. He'll crucify me, man." <laughs> uh, Valletta has like a. Uh, He's got a condition. He needs oxygen, so he's he's got his tank there. And uh, while he gets, while he gives himself the air, Arthur has the driver pull over. He says, "This is not very healthy in here." Yeah, what a dick. We get a uh, we get a history lesson on the mob in Gotham from Batman, um, and he's putting things together uh, about Chucky e. Saul and uh, and 
Boss Bronski, and he sees their names, and right in the middle is Salvatore Valletta, and goes, hmm, Sal's having company tonight, and I don't wait up. Uh, meaning, I trust that once you're done with him, you'll be seeing her. He says, you think you fucking know everything, Alfred? You're not a fucking dead. He gets so pissed. He's so he's furious that Alfred is insinuating that he would want to go see his girlfriend who left him. Oh God, Bruce, Alfred is just on Bruce's ass. His whole like <laughs> does not give him a chance to breathe. Um, and so we get another uh, we get another flashback here with Bruce in a sec. That um, he's looking at some pictures. He sees. Uh, pictures of Valletta and all the other guys, and then sees one in Valletta's office of all these mob guys and Andrea's dad. He goes, that's fucking weird. And we get another flashback where Bruce, is, uh, Bruce and Andrea are talking, and she's like, yeah, you know, you, I always wanted to see Europe. Dad's got business there, so me and him are going there. He didn't even say when we'd be coming back. And he says, well, you, at least let me try and talk you out of it. He says, wait, please. And he sits her down. His hair is blowing in the wind. And he goes, oh, never mind. And he reaches down in his pocket and pulls out this little blue box. And he says, I'm not good at this. You'll get the idea. Puts it in her hand and gets down on a knee. <laughs> she opens her, she opens the box and it's this giant ring. And Biggest like, rock you've ever seen. It's huge. Like, and it's, it's like painted a little differently. Like it's painted like the backgrounds. So it really stands out in this shot. And she was like, I always felt like you didn't know what to, what to do with me because I wasn't part of your plan. And he says, well, I'm changing the plan. And then a bunch of bats fly out from underneath them because they're like on the manor. It's so many bats. It's like a comical <laughs> amount of bats. Like, <laughs> like there's so many bats. I you could be, you could pay me to believe that Alfred set that up. <laughs> <laughs> Release them. today, Chief. You got uh, work to do. You made a promise. So they pull back up to Andy's house. I'm very curious as to why they went to her house for this. Oh, they do. They do say because he wanted to tell uh, to tell her dad, and she's like, "Well, maybe we should wait till tomorrow." And he, uh, she goes inside. My note here is: Why are you letting the your fiance go home where the mob is, Bruce? By yourself, yeah, like you. Or shot was, of, uh, that that guy from before who was sitting in the car, uh, mm -hmm. and flips a cigarette at Bruce's car. Yeah, Bruce is down in the cave and he's just investigating. He's, this cave could be as big as the house, judged by the number of bats that came out. And then he gets up the stair, he gets up the ladder, and Alfred's like, "Oh, this uh, this arrived for you today, sir." Uh, like, and Alfred looks very upset. And Bruce opens it. There's a letter to him, and it says, Left with Dad, too young, need time. Forget about me. And Bruce balls it up. And, like, he's so, so hurt. And I realized that in the canon of Batman the Animated Series, in the canon of the DC Animated Universe, the thing that pushes Bruce over the edge to fully commit to being Batman is experiencing heartbreak for the first time. He, get, he gets dumped, and he makes it Gotham City's problem. <laughs> like, like, 
Andy was the one thing keeping him from doing this. He had been leaning this direction, but by meeting her and feeling that joy, he was like, maybe I can, maybe I can make it work another way. And as soon as she's gone, he's like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Again, this is something that happens in Yakuza Zero. (laughs) 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 Where Majima experiences heartbreak and decides, I will change everything about myself. (laughs) Uh, We got a really cool shot of of Bruce putting on the Batman outfit for the first time. And uh, even though we know what he looks like, this makes it look like he's the scariest motherfucker on the planet. Alfred looks terrified. Alfred uh, looks like he has seen a ghost. Uh, Bruce takes the picture rain. with him in the present, and then uh, we get the shot back at the Gotham World's Fair, which looks so cool. This it, this looks yeah. cooler decrepit than it did when it looked new, and it looked cool as hell then. If, uh, if, if you have somehow never just like looked up images of Gotham City as drawn... Batman the Animated Series, please do it. It's like just as purely as artwork, fucking fantastic. Uh, there's these automatons that are standing there, and they've got you know the uh, you know they start exploding and they get shot, and suddenly they the Joker fucking walks out, and I was like, oh shit, I forgot he shows up this early in the movie. Yeah, I was legit surprised. Uh, and it's like, hello, Salvatore, old boy. Uh, Mark Hamill, we talk a lot about Kevin Conroy, and we are doing this because of him, but Mark Hamill is the perfect foil for him. No, like, Absolutely. Like, do you know who they had tabbed to play the Joker originally for this? Mm. It was Tim Curry. Oh, fuck. And, like, I've heard his takes as the Joker and he sounds good but it's like it's missing that kind that clown glee that you get from Mark Hamill and uh, they get in the uh, Joker makes Sal get in the fucking tram to the house of the future and we see Joker's robot wife and dog yeah (laughs) uh is he kicks the dog so high we never see it again? I, it's like it, it. I love how he's just like. Let me explain why he's just living in the he just lives world here. <laughs> and uh, his his robot wife, her name is Hazel. Uh, he says she's a real homebody, but you can't help who you fall in love with. And my note is, Joker is fo- fucking this toaster. <laughs> Uh, Joker sits down, and the fucking autom- automated ottoman rolls up under his feet. <laughs> like, that's such a good bit. Like, I don't know if that was meant to be as funny as it was. It's so good. It's hilarious. I had to, I had to pause when I watched it earlier. I was legit just like laughing my ass off. It's it's such like a goofy thing that of course Joker would have an automated ottoman. When he sits down in that chair, and he does the the finger steeple thing that you see in all the gifts, all those close-ups of the Joker. That's where that came from. Sal explains yep. to him what's going on with Batman or what he thinks is happening, and he says, "This isn't a joke. He is the Joker. Everything is a joke to him." Uh, and uh, Sal grabs. Him. He's like, "He's gonna fucking kill me. He's gonna take everything." 
And Joker fucking <laughs> does some Wing Chun shit. And he's like, don't touch me, old man. I'll help <laughs> you out. Uh, he's like, uh, nobody is going to hurt my pal, Sal. And Sal smiles a little bit. And he says, that's it. That's what I want to see. A nice, big smile. It's like, oh, you are, you are going to die. <laughs> I'm gonna break. I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. I am going to kill you. <laughs> I'm not making it out of my house alive. Uh, Andy and Arthur head back to, or she goes home, and you know, after their dinner, uh, and he fucking his his line, his move is, it's bad to go to bed go to bed on an empty stomach. This guy sucks. <laughs> What a fucking rube. <laughs> but she kisses him goodnight and says another time. And he, uh, she goes in and turns on the light. Batman's standing there. And he shows her the picture. He says, have you ever seen this? He says, no. It's your father. It's like, he's the one who set up their corporate partnership. It's like, that's his job. It's like, he was the one thing that tied these gangsters together. Now they're all dying. Where is he now? And she's like, I don't know where he is. She says, that's not what you told Reeves. You told him you were closer than ever. He's like, what, you had me bugged? I can read lips. Then read them <laughs> now. Get out! And then she bars him the fuck up. He says, you still following your dad's order? The way I see it, the only one in this room controlled by his parents is you. <laughs> Bruce has no retort. He just, he just fucking leaves. <laughs> he makes a face. He goes, oh. He does like a Vegeta noise. Ah, <laughs> uh, impossible. Uh, and then Andy, as soon as he's gone, breaks down into tears. Um, and uh, we fade it out back to the. Uh, I just, I just noticed the phantasm is just across the street. Yes! Building, looking at the house. <laughs> I didn't catch that earlier. Holy shit. Uh, he's just like comically like staring at this dude's house and then he goes in and uh goes up to sal and does the gimmick again which is a great catchphrase sal valestra your angel of death awaits and sal is fully jokerized and a little camera turns up and points and he says, oh, I guess, uh, Joker says, guess the joke is on me. You're not Batman after all. Looks like there's a new face in Gotham and soon his name will be all over town. To say nothing of his legs and feet and spleen and head. Joker, you could have killed them so much faster if you had not just sat there fucking postulating. Uh, bomb goes off, Phantasm escapes. Uh... And, uh, you know, big pan up to the big red sky, to the bat plane. Uh, Bruce, is, Bruce is on the chase. Phantasm, you know, powders, tries to get out of there. Uh, Bruce, so fast! How are you this fast? He's in a plane! You have to be, like, a peak athlete to be a, 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 a so criminal. Fast. And like, we don't explain city. how fast it looks like the Flash. Bruce has to yeah. dive to catch them. Stay, and so you know they fight on the roof. This feels like. No, I just thought about when was Azrael introduced. Um. Oh shit! That was after Nightfall. 
Well, no, no Azrael takes over during Nightfall, but like as this costume, now that I think about it, it's very Azrael. When, when did Azrael? And remember, uh -huh. Azrael is the angel of death. So I wonder if, like, at one point they wanted to use Phantasm and couldn't, so instead they created Azrael. Uh, 1992. 1992. Okay, so these are around the same time. Yeah. This got this was in development around the same time that Azrael would have been created. Um, so it's just a coincidental timing there. Uh, the police are on Batman's tail. Uh, they are on his ass. Bruce eats shit trying to <laughs> <laughs> trying to escape down the building. Uh, and the fucking cops are just chasing him in a helicopter. They're way too close. He's gonna get caught in the yeah. fucking blades. Uh, <laughs> Bullock and Bruce all the other Lane. cops are standing there, guns in hand. Batman just Great jumps shot. off a fucking bridge. Great shot because like Bruce lands, um, and like <laughs> you just see like like a bunch of gun barrels into the frame, <laughs> like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> uh, Bruce runs into a construction or glides into a construction site, and the police chase him into there. Uh, they uh. You know, they, they're firing at him. Just at... Just continue shooting at him. Which is crazy. Like, how is this the plan? Just shoot him. Uh, they shoot some tear gas into the... In, you know, into the building. Uh, they do end up shooting, like, a tank. That's got, uh... It's got some sort of, like... Flammable material in it. Uh, and they blow the whole fucking thing up. Uh... And so Bruce gets fucked up. Uh, their guys get fucked up. Uh, and it's it's looking bad for the bat. He's crawling, yeah. dragging himself. He doesn't know where he is. He's bleeding like a stuck pig. <laughs> Blood in his eyes and he can't see. He's trying to be what he's destined to be. <laughs> <laughs> and the police trying to take his life away. <laughs> oh. Many men... Many, 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 many men wish if death anyone, on me. <laughs> if anyone listening to this is a video editor, please do an AMV of this scene. <laughs> Master the Phantasm with many men. I'm begging. I'm Bruce begging. Uh, hooks his uh, his cape and cowl up to like a like a piece of wood and grapples it off to the helicopter. They shoot it, light his mask up. So now he's running through the streets. No mask. No cape. So fucked. <laughs> on, they, like, listener, I cannot stress this enough. They are on his ass. <laughs> Bruce <laughs> like, jumps they, a fence. Like, uh, if he fucking trips one time. They're, they're going to catch him. They got him. Uh, and so he runs right into who? Andrea. What a coinkydink. What a coinkydink. Batman, uh, and she drives off and they escape. Bullock is so sweaty. He is so pissed. <laughs> and, like, Batman doesn't even, like, have time to consider why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> he doesn't think about it until later because Alfred patches him up and they're in his, uh... <laughs> I just noticed the face Alfred makes. They're, uh, they're getting patched up and she puts her hand on Bruce and she's like, you know, your hard-headedness was something of a virtue. Alfred's eyes fucking bug out of his head. says, <laughs> 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 I'm sure I have other things to do and fucking leaves. Uh, Alfred uh, is, I've said it before, he's the funniest person alive in this movie. 
Like, uh, like the way they they draw his reaction to things is so fucking good. Uh, Jesus Christ. And so we get the flashback from her perspective of the rest of what happened the night she left. Uh, she comes in and she's like, Daddy, what's going on? Why are these gangsters here? Uh, and she tries to fight Buzz and gets put in a fucking head and arm triangle. <laughs> uh, her dad is down on his knees pleading with pleading for their lives. He swears on his mother's grave that he'll have the money wired to him in the morning. Uh, and so Sal and or Sal and Buzz and Chucky are sitting there. He pulls some fucking smoke in uh, in her dad's face just to flex on him. And he says, "This time tomorrow, I need to have the money, or I'll have your heart in my hand," which is a crazy threat. It's an insane bar. <laughs> so I will kill you and your kid. Fucking try me. Uh, and she, he, he's like, we have to go. We have to leave. Go to the airport right now. He says, you said we had the money. He says, I'm lying. <laughs> like, did you not see the part where, like, they were going to kill us right now? <laughs> yeah, she said, Bruce proposed to me. We're going to get married. He says, listen to me. We are going to die. <laughs> he is going to kill us. And it's like, why would you wrap me up in this, dude? Why did you get involved with the mob? <laughs> He's like, I fucking, I was just trying to do, I wanted to do right by you. I wanted you to have a chance. I'm getting you out of this. We'll get free of them somehow. I promise. They do not. Uh, yeah. Narrator. They don't. <laughs> So they run, they hide all over Europe, eventually settle on the Mediterranean uh, coast. He embezzled the money, or the money he embezzled, he was able to parlay into a fortune. And he finally had enough money to pay him back, but it would never be enough. The line is, they wanted interest compounded in blood. And he says, that man in the costume, your father, he said he'd get them somehow. (laughs) When I heard about Chucky Saul, well, I had to come back to find him, to stop him. It's like, I'm sorry, Bruce. Uh, I really just screwed the pooch on this one. <laughs> and Bruce goes, hey, 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 don't be so hasty. Bruce immediately goes back into freak bull mode. He's like, <laughs> Play Gladys Knight's License to Kill over this. <laughs> Alfred walks in a second time to the making out. He does the Grandpa Simpson turn. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> he goes, ah, like, why did you come back? You knew what was about to happen. You caught the yeah. vibe. Should have closed that door quick. <laughs> that room had to, my note is, <laughs> this room has got to smell insane. <laughs> Just, like, remove that whole room from a wing of the mansion. <laughs> Bru- they, it's had to sound like doing the Oklahoma drill in the rain. In the <laughs> <room>. <laughs> Just just disgusting. Um, I do have a note here, which is that on the next morning, Bruce and Andrea are out, um, you know, on, like, the balcony or whatever. And the, uh... She is wearing his shirt and no pants. And I was like, how did you get this into a Batman property in 1993? Yeah. Like, she is, like, peak one-night stand outfit. Yeah, like... (laughs) 
how do we convey that they just had crazy sex? Uh, Alfred asks, what are you going to fucking do, man? And he's like, I don't know. So much has changed. Um, he says, so, he's like, I do love her. Maybe after this is all settled, I can I'll get it figured out. And he, uh, he looks at the picture of his parents. And Alfred says, I'm sure they wanted you to be happy. And he looks at all the pictures on his desk. And he looks and he, he says, hey, what the fuck? And he looks at the dude with, who had been in the car before, who was standing guard. And he looks at his face. And he takes a red pencil and draws over his mouth and realizes, oh, fuck, this is the Joker. Yep. Legitimately <laughs> surprising. I did not remember that. Like, I was like, oh, shit, that's how he gets involved in this. Um, and uh, Reeves is again... He's like, how did Batman get away? And the Joker shows up, standing in the doorway. He looks fucking awesome. Yeah, Joker, Joker looks, like, fucking great. Uh, he he looks style. like... I'm trying to explain the outfit the Joker is wearing. It's like the Cesar Romero Joker uh, look, but he's also got this giant hat on and this That's huge fine. coat, and he looks like... You know those episodes of Tom and Jerry <laughs> where Tom is wearing the big suit? <laughs> <laughs> that is what he looks like. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, arty old boy, remember Batman's coming after the whole gang. He says, I'm not in the gang. I wasn't with you guys. I worked for Beaumont. He says, yes, but you found out what he was doing and you didn't give a fuck. Use it to your advantage. I'm trying to figure out who's killing us all. And he's like, well, it's clearly Batman. No, dude, yeah, I saw him. It's not him. He just specifically says he's nowhere as cute as Batboy. Uh, Joker wants to fuck Batman so bad. Exactly. Like, that, that's why he doesn't kill him. He's like, look, I'm going to break you down so I can break it off in you. Like, that, that's <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, let's, let's specify. He wants Batman to fuck him. Uh, <laughs> the Joker wants Batman to blow his back out. Right. The uh, only thing that would make him sane. Yeah. <laughs> that would make me better. You know what would make me better, Batman? That bat dick. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and so uh, he, th he blackmails Arthur and he's like, I'll tell everybody if you don't work with me. And then Andrea calls. And uh, she's like, hey, um, hey, Arthur. And he's like, hey, are we still on for lunch? And he says, she's like, uh, actually, uh, uh, I got hung up. And uh, my note is, I can't come to lunch because Bruce Wayne blew my back out. <laughs> she can't stand up straight, so <laughs> not leaving the house today. <laughs> I, I... Not I, I can't go. It won't happen. Uh, and uh, then we just cut to Arthur fucking laughing. Because uh, Joker jumps him. And he's upstairs. Just, he's upstairs in the hospital just cackling. Just hooting and hollering. Uh, my it's note is <laughs> Joker gas is beating his ass. Yeah, he is losing this fight 100 to 0. This is the edible has is kicking in. 
like he is in tears. He's sobbing. He's so upset, but he can't stop laughing. They sedate him, uh, but he's still like chuckling and giggling. It's this is this is exactly <laughs> what happens when you <laughs> after you say this animal ain't shit. Like like you see Batman outside your fucking bedroom window. <laughs> he walks in. Because it's silent, and then he just sees Batman's shadow in the room. <laughs> he says, "No, no!" He starts laughing again. He's just like, "Oh no! Oh no! 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 No!" Why did the Joker meet with you? He's like, "I can't tell you." He's like, "Why are you? What's your involvement? How? Why is the Joker targeting you?" And he's like, "I don't know." He's like, "You're fucking lying to me! Don't!" Fucking lie to me. Bruce presses X to doubt here. Yeah, he fucking hems him up to get answers. He says, Beaumont, Beaumont got in touch with me uh, a few years ago. Um, you know, he wanted me to help him and his kid get out of town. I was running out of money and asked him for help, and he turned me down. Uh, so he sold him out to the fucking mob. And, uh... <laughs> He's like, well, I was broke and I was desperate. I needed, I needed the money. And it's like, I'm at, I'm, you were broke and desperate and really wanted to be city councilman? <laughs> like, Not you, come up. <laughs> like you if you're broke and desperate, places are hiring. Rent in Gotham yeah. is not very expensive. Like, that, that meme goes around like, oh, what would you do if uh, rent was... 300, it was $300 for a two-bedroom in Gotham. I said, it is. That's why <laughs> Gotham is like that. Because everybody everybody who is broke lives in Gotham. Right. And Bruce finds... One section of Gotham City where, like, rich people live, and the rest is all people below the poverty line. Yeah, and then the, like, they keep the rent low so that the poor people will come there, but then they make everything more expensive. No. So they can't afford cursed. to actually live there. Gotham is actually cursed. Yeah, like that's not even a bit. Like it's a cursed place that Batman is too stubborn to do to leave. Is <laughs> why every bit of Batman discourse is usually off base and wrong. Yeah. Uh, and so Joker calls. And a fucking bomb. This looks like a fucking nuclear bomb is aimed at Andrea's fucking apartment. Uh, Batman goes there looking for Andrea. Um, called by the Joker instead. And uh, narrowly escapes getting blown to bits. Yeah, and then we see Andrea at the house of the future. And we get, I believe this is the last flashback. Uh, yeah, I think and so. It's, it's her coming home at the you know the house that she and her dad are living in out in the Mediterranean and she opens the she goes to open the door and the fucking joker walks out and she's like you but he paid you and she walk runs in and finds her fucking dead dad so there there's the final piece of connective tissue which is that it has not been her dad. It has, in fact, like we said earlier, been Andrea. Joker has his robot wife slicing bologna? <laughs> yeah. Like a giant piece of bologna. 
And he said, like, <laughs> he puts his arm around her and he says, what do you say, hon? Feeling the old electricity tonight? Uh, <laughs> because the Joker is definitely fucking this robot. Uh, and Andrea shows up in the phantasm suit and says, Your angel of death awaits. I'm impressed, lady. You're harder to kill than a cockroach on steroids. So you figured it out. And she takes off the, the cape and cow. Which, her mask, again, is so cool. And the fact that it's integrated into the cape is nuts. Because it's a full face. It's not like Batman's. Like, it's a hood and face mask that covers the whole face. Uh, it's probably it probably makes her makes her look bigger too. Yeah, yeah, it adds like, like some, like it does because her shoulders look bigger. Yeah. Um, Joker gives her a three piece no biscuit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a, a full bop to the back of the head. <laughs> bop to the back of the head, shot to the gut, big right hand. Uh, she hits Joker in the nuts. She's like, "You're not smiling, Joker." I thought you found death amusing. He says, oh no, you won't hear a giggle out of me. And he sicks his robot wife on her, who is now, this is near auto automata. Yep. Uh, he attacks her with a fucking egg beater. He hits her with the bologna. Yes, he does. <laughs> he reaches for the knife, grabs the bologna instead, pieces her up with it. Fucking dips out. And I, I again made the note of, I can't believe any, nobody touched this character for 15 fucking years. Like, <laughs> it's you, like, there's so much the more I watch the movie, yeah, it's like what a great concept for just like a recurring Batman foil. Um, and she doesn't have to show up all the time. She doesn't have to be fucking Talia Al Ghul. But yeah. like, it's weird that like the only use anybody had for her past this were in fucking Batman Beyond stories. Yeah. Joker uses a giant fan, uh, like a giant, like a wind turbine, to try and yeah. suck her in. Um, and as this is happening, like she fully gets pulled off her feet, has to grab onto a like a a piece of metal to hang on, doesn't work. That grabs a giant flagpole, and Joker is cranking up the speed on this thing. She's screaming. She's gonna get pulled in, and Batman pulls up on a motorcycle. And like fucking kick flips it into into the wind turbine to save her. Yeah, it's just like we destroy this like fifteen billion dollar vehicle real quick. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it like that. I got the juice. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy two more. Also, how did he get so much height? Yes, he pulls it up and jumps yeah. with it. He didn't have that much distance to go. Like, he does it right in front of the base of this van. I don't know how he pulls this off. Um, and so they, they're they saved. Uh, Joker is upset and runs away. Uh, they have an emotional, tender moment. He says, your father's fucking dead, isn't he? You came into town early to get him and then shifted so you could shift the blame to him if you had to. They fucking took everything from me. My dad, my life, you. I don't. I'm not saying it's right or like the anything, but it's what I got. So either help me or get lost. And she fucking again. She deserves like some sort of award for this because she yells. She's like, "What? What else am I supposed to do? Look what they did to me." 
And she's like, what will vengeance solve? It's like, man who calls himself vengeance. Asking yeah. what vengeance will solve. Uh, she uses her fucked up smoke teleportation again uh, to get out of here. It's they never... Don't they don't explain without, shit about these powers she has. Yeah, it's just like... I don't like it's clearly like something that's a part of a suit, but don't really get into like how quickly she's able to just like get away. Yeah, how she runs so fast, how she the smoke. <laughs> she was stunning with fucking like, Lin Kuei, man. Like, like she just like walks backwards into it, and then he just can't find her. Yeah, Bruce chases uh, Joker into this city exhibit. There's a Warner Brothers logo on one thing, <laughs> and while he's looking around, Joker. <laughs> Is hiding in this building, like a fake building that's like he's just got it on his head, like moving around behind him. It's so fucking goofy looking. He turns he turns the exhibit on to kind of surprise Batman, and while Bruce is looking around, Joker gives him the fucking El Cabong, <laughs> like he <Wow. laughs> fully double J's him with this piece of uh, paper mache, I guess. Batman kicks him so hard a tooth flies out. Becomes a kaiju fight for like two minutes. <laughs> yes, and like it rules. In this like fucking model of Gotham. Yeah, uh, there's a, a plane based, more plane based offense from the Joker. Yeah, he, he fucking slices up Batman's uh, fucking suit. He he reactivates his some some dynamite because of course he has dynamite. Yeah, he's got a million bombs. Uh, he's like, this whole place will blow up in five fucking minutes, Batman. The uh, most video game-ass fight Batman's ever been in. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's pretty fucking Fuck ridiculous. Um, they, uh... Joker tries to escape with a, a jetpack after Batman catches the, um catches the planes in his cape and smashes him. He has this very silly helmet. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, he's like, yeah, you got five minutes. Everything is filled with explosives. Um, and he, he tries to take off in the uh, on the jetpack. Uh, and Bruce is, is trying to beat feet, trying to catch it. He runs up this model of a rocket, jumps off the top of it, and fucking puts Joker in a bulldog choke. Fucking <laughs> uh, ran up that bitch like he was Shelton Benjamin. Yes, it's it's Shelton Benjamin at WrestleMania 21. <laughs> uh, and so they they fight in midair and eventually do crash land uh, into the ground. Joker's like, "What are you doing? Ah! I'm the only <laughs> chance to get out of here." Um, this is funnier if you imagine the Joker. It sounds like Jerry the King Waller. Yeah. <laughs> ah, what are you doing? Bruce pulls on the the straps of the fucking uh, jetpack to drive them down into the ground, uh, or into the. <laughs> almost, the he almost kills them both. It's crazy. He almost gives Joker up the fucking Azuna drop. Just <laughs> <laughs> about to brain him on concrete. And Joker's like, damn, for once, I'm, all, I'm stuck without a punchline. And Andy stands over him. He says, oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to get fucked up now. 
Uh, he's like, all right, all right, I surrendered. Batman, tell her. Tell her if we don't kill people. He's like, Andrea, fuck that. We're all going to die. You got to get out of here. So he's like, no, one way or another, it ends tonight. And she's like, uh, she goes, goodbye, my love. And everything starts to fucking explode. Joker put the the dynamite in the oven? Uh, of course. <laughs> Which is insane. There's so much fucking TNT here. It all blows sky high. Uh, and, uh, and in the explosion, everything gets rocked. And Bruce looks at, it, uh, at Andy as she disappears uh, into the smoke with the Joker. And is left there in the flames and the smoke alone as everything blows up and he's got to escape uh, and he falls down into the sewers and that that's basically the thing that keeps him from getting killed in this explosion is falling into the Gotham City sewer system which I imagine is disgusting but this is very clear water yeah uh, maybe it's just localized to that place who knows yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he he comes out in all the water. Assume so, like if, if if the World's Fair has been like defunct, I can't imagine there's like all the waste in that. Right. Time. Yeah. It's just Joker. Yeah. Uh, and Batman is sitting alone and sad in the cave. Uh. And he he says, "I couldn't save her, Alfred. I don't think she wanted to be saved, sir." Vengeance blackens the soul, Bruce. I always feared you would become that which you fought against. Uh, you walk the edge of that abyss every night, but I thank, but you haven't fallen in, and I thank heaven for that. Sums up Batman as a character better yeah. than anything else ever could. Yeah, uh, my note here is, don't save her, she don't want to be saved. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and so... Bruce looks in the cave and he sees something like a, a light and he walks over to it and it's the locket um, that uh, it, which I think is the locket that he's got from the um, the fortune teller uh, hey, earlier in the movie when he was saving him I think Andrea picked it up and it has a picture of her and Bruce inside and he just stands there and it's just silence and it pans out out to the water uh, out to a yacht or out to like a cruise liner in Gotham City she's uh, on the Titanic yeah she's on the fucking Titanic um, and Andy's standing there and this dude who is fucking hammered walks up to her to try and put the move on her she looks like Jean Grey in this shot <laughs> dude for two seconds I was like is that Jughead Jones <laughs> I saw that goofy ass crown I was like wait yeah. a minute <laughs> And uh, he walks up to her, and she goes, he goes, oh, I'm sorry, did you want to be alone? And she just says, I am. Uh, Batman's name is now cleared somehow. He's just standing out on the roof of some building, brooding. The bat signal comes on, uh, and it's back to work. And that's, that's how the movie ends, with Bruce swinging back into action. Because the job's got to get done. Somebody's right. got to fucking do it. And ten out of ten, fucking top tier movie. Uh, Great Batman story, like does uh, better for think someone know why Batman is the way he is, like better than any like fifteen tweet thread ever could. Um, 
and like you like you said, criminal that phantasm just got put on the shelf. I guess she was. Yeah, you know she gets put on the shelf for again for fifteen years. Um, she's uh, one of the most interesting characters in the Batman mythos. Like it's such an important. Like, there's such a role for this character. And I think part of it was that they felt like the that role was being filled by, uh, you know, by Catwoman and um, Natalia. So it was like, what's the point of introducing another character who has this kind of femme fatale thing going for her? But having her be this love that Bruce lost, who... It was taken from them. The thing that would that drove them apart not being... Like with Batman and Catwoman in the Tom King Batman run. The thing that drove them apart was that... She realized... Someone puts the idea in her head that he can't be happy and also be Batman. Uh, and... She just really sits with that and it gets to her. Well, Bruce no. and uh, Bruce and Talia are driven apart by the fact that she's Rachel Ghoul's daughter and is going to continue to do the things that come with that. They are Bruce and Andy are driven apart by these outside forces that take everything from her, and she can't bear it. And it's just it sucks, and they both just have to live with it. And so for him to come back and for them to have like this one moment where it looks like, oh, we can figure this out. And to know that it doesn't do that. I feel like, like yeah, this story was finished with them. Uh, she becomes a mercenary after this and goes to work for Amanda Waller sometimes. But there was a space for this character. And it's, it's always weird that she never came back. Yeah, and um... Just keeping it in the realm of Batman, the animated series, I think this taking place when it does um, between season one and two is very interesting because it really recontextualizes like Robin in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he comes in in the in the next season. Like, yeah. And like you know, like, like yeah, like you know, Batman and Robin have always been like you know a thing, and um, but Bruce being willing to, um, in in his own way, let someone else in, like even though he you know indoctrinates Dick into becoming a crime fighter, Dick is still a more adjusted person. He probably would have been otherwise. That's because of Bruce the chance on, you know, letting someone else into this life and, you know, just allowing himself to, like, care about someone else. And then, you know, Barbara shows up. He has these two people um, in his life who, granted, they're doing what he does, but, you know, he doesn't have to, like, carry that burden by himself. So that all that coming on the heels of Oh, the Andrea stuff is it just really makes those two characters in the animated series um, some feel a lot more important 
than right. if you hadn't seen the movie. Because if you hadn't seen the movie, just, of course, here's Robin and Batgirl. But um, you know, looking at his relationships with those two, in con, and, you know, as it relates to what he went through in this movie, uh, just kind of makes them. It uh, they have more weight to them than I think most other pairings of Batman and Robin or Batman and Batgirl and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad we sat down. We went through this movie. This is again one of the best things to come out of the this period of stuff. Um, and um, you know, Kevin Conroy, all time, all time great voice actor, great actor, really great performer, uh, and not just comic book stuff, but the world really, um, you know, lost a great one, and this was really our way of, uh, you know, paying homage to him. Watch this movie if you haven't. Uh, hell, we, you can start this movie when we started go- going through it, and, um, and watch it along with us. Um, this is, again, uh, you know, just a really incredible work, and uh, I thank everybody for going through it here with us. Uh, this has been episode 33 of MCMF. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at MCMFPod. You can follow me at Archer Arios, A-R-X-H-E-R-A-R-I-O-S. Uh, the X is a C. Do not make me explain it. You can follow Manny at All Star Bad Manny, uh, and uh, you know. We uh, will be back here soon with some new stuff. Uh, I have some ideas. It's been a while since we went through something shitty, so we're gonna we're definitely read something bad here in the near future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since we read some shitty. Um, <laughs> Let's read brand new day. Oh <laughs> God! <laughs> Damn! All right. I mean, we did just this week, a year ago, do the Back in Black episode, so that'd be funny to do brand new okay, Yeah, that would be uh, fucking, oh, jeez. I'm uh, ready to be heard again. But until next time, folks, thank you uh, and take care. Uh, hug your loved ones, uh, tip your waitresses, etc., etc. Uh, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.